Keep the change, you filthy animal. Where's the beef? Hey, how you doing? Hold on to your butt. Feels like an Arby's snack. Mine. Son of a... That's gonna leave a mark. Chili, baby, back with Well, what if there is no tomorrow? There wasn't one today. This is Tom and Jim's Top 5. Naming their top five lists on everything pop culture. Celebrating the 90s, sports, movies, music, and more. They're not authorities, just grown children. Here's your hosts, Tom Skull and Jim Doubt. Hi. Doing okay? Yeah. Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> no. No? I'm fine. Can I sing to you? Please. Take these broken wings and learn to fly again and learn to live so free. Yes. When we hear the voices sing, the book of love will open up and let us in. You know a lot more than I assumed that you would. That's the only line I know. The only, is that a stanza? What is that? Uh, a verse? A verse? The second verse, same as the first. It's not, though. Isn't that a, that's like a something. I've heard that before. Yeah, that's a thing. Oh, Jim, I'm so excited to be on the phone with you to record oh, this show. Goodness. It's been a long time coming. It's it's uh, it's something. It's something else, I tell you. Uh, are you excited to do this show? Yes. I, have you been watching some of these uh, some of these SNL clips? I have, yeah. I, that... That's that, how I compile my list. Yeah, that app, by the way, is amazing. The SNL Which app. app. It's the SNL oh, I didn't app. Know there was one. Oh my god, you get everything for free. Like it's, it's everything they've ever done. Say what? Yeah, we'll talk. We'll have to talk about it in our show. Which I guess we're kind of already going, aren't we? Do you want to start the show? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Live from Duluth and Cleveland. Starring Marwan Abank, Ellen Clegon, Chris Elliott, Chris Harley, Norm McDonald, Michael McKeon, Mark McKinney, Tim Meadows, Evan Nealon. David Spade, featuring Laura Keitlinger, Jay Moore, Molly Shannon, G.E. Smith, and the Saturday Night Live band, musical guest Rod Stewart. Actually, it's Tom and Jim. 
gentlemen, David Duchovny. Tom and Jim instead. All right, Jim. It is uh, it's another week. We made it. We made it to another week, Jim. Just barely. Skin of our teeth. Oh, my God. Skin of something, and it's been... Uh, it's been a hell of a week for me already. I tell you that. How about you? Uh, it's, I'm, yeah. They just run together. They just run together, Dolph. They just run together. Well, did you do anything fun over the weekend? Uh, it... no. <laughs> That's not a good question these days, is it? <laughs> no. no. Yeah, I did. I had a lot of fun. Um, I'm basically up just 24 hours a day now, so there's just a lot of room for fun. Nice. You keep the hours of a crack yeah. addict now. This is good. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. I've been trying to catch up on uh, on what's that show, the Seth MacFarlane show on Fox, The Orville. The Orville, love it. Yeah, I've been catching up on that. Oh my god! Um, speaking of shows and watching, my wife is obsessed with that Leah Remini Scientology show on A and E. Have you watched oh, any man. of this? Oh, are you kidding me? Of course I've watched. Okay, it. I think we talked about this before, but like she's got into oh, it, yeah. so I watched my wife it. And I were like, Mildly obsessed with Scientology, not in like a I want to be a member way, but like uh this is an insane cult sort of way. Oh, it's insane. Um, and now the season two is on the because we stream it, you know, it's the streaming anything or whatever. But season two is on there now, and she's been watching it, and it's I can't look, I can't turn away. It's it's amazing. Yeah. It's it's it is. It, what an insane cult. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> crazy. Um, but uh, I had a good weekend. No, thank you for asking. I um. We had our Festivus party, Jim. Okay. And that went really well. Um, had a lot of fun. I aired some grievances. I told pe- everyone what uh, all the problems I had with them. They all, they all sat there and took it. So that was kind of nice. How uh, were my meatballs? They were fantastic, Jim. Your sweaty balls were amazing. Did you really like them? They uh, they were they were actually great. Uh, uh, not one left. Everyone ate them. Like they were all gone. Good. I was hoping like there'd be some left over so I can eat later or the next day. No, nope, all gone. Uh, so yeah, good job on those. Good recipe. If you need the recipe, Jim will email everyone individually. Uh, <laughs> it's a very weird recipe. It's like five things that don't go together, but they but, but they go together. It somehow but cook well. Together. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. great. Uh, but so when you were reading it, you were probably like, yeah, sauerkraut and cranberry sauce right. that's weird and i don't like sauerkraut really at all like i really don't and so i was like uh, well if, if i believe in jim and so i believe in this recipe and so I, I i went ahead and did it and it was amazing people even asked me for the recipe so wow that night, yeah yeah uh but it was a good time i drank way too much and the next day i was hung over a lot. It was a rough day. It was a rough day. Cause we, I, of course, I had all those Christmas beers we were talking about, all those winter beers. I had them all lined up, and I'm just slamming them back left and right. Well, you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed no. to just have a – you know. So everyone, but everyone loved them. But, oh, man, I did not feel good the next day. And the next day, we, my wife and I had a day date planned, and we went to a movie at, at noon the next day. Uh I felt better right before we went in, but I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be rough. It's gonna be rough." But we got it. We did it. Went to the went to the uh, what do you call it? The Murder on the Orient Express, Jim. And the results. It, How do you feel? Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I'm a huge. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of the original movie from the '70s, um, which has Sean Connery in it, Albert Finney, and um, but I'm a big fan of the Agatha Christie books themselves. 
Yes. Um, and the um, and the movies from the forties, fifties, and that they made of her books then. And so, like, I was excited. I was um, wanted to see how they did this one. And um, I I I I did some research, and it sounds like this ain't gonna be the only one they're gonna make. So they're gonna do some other ones. So it's I'm very excited. I suggest that movie to anybody. So. Well, the the interesting thing I want to get on with the show, but yeah. the interesting thing is that. Uh, it's one of the few ensemble cast movies where the cast all actually interacted with each other. Yeah. Usually they're shot like somebody will come in and shoot their scenes and leave. But these ones, they were all on the train. Like yeah. they all had to interact with each other. They're all working directly together, which usually doesn't happen. It was shot so well. And again, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get on to our topic, which is SNL holiday slash Christmas skits. And we'll, we'll do that very shortly. But um, the, the Morning Don't Express, they shot, they actually built an actual train. And they shot it all on that train, like so. The, in tight spaces, the cameras in different angles. It was so cool, and they had all these long shots of people walking up and down the whole train. Cool. Visually, it was amazing, and the, the story holds up. And so it was good stuff. It was good stuff. But Jim, yep. uh, I am tired because I uh, the USPS runs my life, and you have a baby that uh, demands your time. So let's get on with this show. What do you think? Okay. Yeah, let's do this. All right. And we didn't have many comments from this week. And if we did, I'm not going to talk about it anyway because we're out, like I said, we're on time crunch. So <laughs> our top five, Jim, SNL Christmas slash holiday skits. I'm we excited. We haven't done SNL skits in a while since Chris Farley. Since the, our second show, right? Well, it was no. Well, we talked about Chris Farley. That was our favorite '90s SNL skits. That's right. Yeah. Which Chris Farley basically dominated. Which he dominated, right. and you had amazing stuff about him. And if you everyone go back and listen to that show, now um, I think that was our second show, and it was way better than our first show. <laughs> Yeah, we don't talk about it. Well, yeah, you know, everyone has a pilot, Jim. Everyone has a pilot, and they're not always good. So, <laughs> we um, had a pilot, and he crashed the plane. Oh, right, yeah, right into a mountain. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, well, let's get into it. Let's just get into it. We, um, this was. Uh, I have a feeling. I have a feeling we're gonna have some of the same ones. I and, think we will, but you know what? As I was doing my research, I had like my five right away, and as I was looking up information on them, other ones popped up that I don't think you're gonna have. Okay, well, I'm excited about that. Well, would you like to do the honors, Jim? I would love to do the honors. Okay, well, Jim, please honor us with your number five. Okay, this one um, really snuck in at the last minute. I had my list set, and then this one popped into my head. Um, This one was from 2012, season 38, and it's about a minute and a half long, and it's a tourism commercial. And... Do you remember this one? It's telling you why you should skip going to Hawaii and you should visit your hometown this holiday season. Uh, you have to remind me. I really don't know which one you're talking okay. about. Okay. Okay. It's uh, it's it's done like a, a tourism video, and I'm going to play this clip right here because it's like you need to go to your hometown where you can stay in your old bedroom. And here's the clip. Located conveniently in your room, <laughs> along with a 24-hour business center, also in your room. <laughs> the dialogue. Enjoy long continental breakfast. Unwind in front of the deepest TV ever saw. <laughs> so, it's like, it's exactly like what it was like when you leave home and you come back and visit. Oh. It's 100%. It's fantastic. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, who was, so in, the, who was uh, in that one? 
It's uh, let me see. It's basically like an ensemble cast. Like the dad in it is um, uh, oh shoot, I can't remember his name. Uh, Bill Hader plays the dad. Um, nice. It's just like it, like a mix of a bunch of the SNL cast. But it's uh, the description is a tourism commercial parody that urges viewers to skip Hawaii this holiday season and instead vacation in your childhood hometown. Stay with your parents and visit all the old places you haven't missed. <laughs> you got to check it out. It's oh, it's quick. It's one of their commercials. It's like when when SNL starts after the monologue and they yeah. do like a quick skit before the commercial break. That's what it was. Okay. So it's only like ninety seconds, but it's like so spot on when you go home and visit for the holidays. It's perfect. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, what's what's you got anything else on it? No, no, that's it. That's quick. Well, let's let's play it here. Hold on. It's that time of year again, the holidays. But this season, don't waste your time on the white beaches of Hawaii. Instead, why not visit the sunny, paved streets of your hometown? There, you'll enjoy four-star accommodations at your childhood home. Featuring an all-access gym located conveniently in your room, along with a 24-hour business center also in your room. Enjoy long, long continental breakfasts. Unwind in front of the deepest TV ever sold. And pamper yourself with scratchy, bleach-stained towels from 1994. Your childhood home offers a wide range of on-site activities. You could always clean out this box of stuff or it's going to be thrown away. Or pick up these sticks. And our attentive staff is there to assist you with anything that may come up. <laughs> Who needs snorkeling and parasailing when you can check out the new Kmart? And while you're at it, check out the old Kmart, which is now a closed Michaels. Or drive around listening to the only CD your mom owns. Plus, your hometown offers exotic destinations for smoking weed, like this swing, the train tracks, and Matt's hot tub. <laughs> If you're up for a day trip, drive on down to your high school to visit your old teachers. Then think, why would I do this? And leave. Or go see a movie by yourself. Oh, look, it's someone from your high school. How fun. So book your tickets to your hometown today and bring home some souvenirs that you'll just have to leave at the airport. Your hometown. We'd love you to stay for a week, but we'll settle for three days. All right, that's a good number five. Way to way to jump us off, Jim. I like it. I like it. Start us off good. Start us off good. Um, I went with uh, one. I think a lot of people do know. It might not be everyone's favorite. Um, and uh, by the way, I I all these clips and stuff that if you download the the SNL app on your phone, you can watch all this stuff, and it's free. It's awesome. It's one of the best apps. I'm never deleting this thing. So <laughs> check, go check that out. And uh, but uh, um, my number five here is uh, it was with Alec Baldwin, but it's not maybe the one you're thinking of right now. It's called Glengarry Glen Christmas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When he one. reprises, kind of reprises his role from the movie Glengarry Glen Ross as uh-huh. the, like a sales director guy, <laughs> so he comes in as Winter's Breath. He's an elf from downtown, <laughs> and he comes in because Santa Claus has sent him to talk to these elves who aren't making their quota, 
And he basically is just, it's the whole same scene from that movie, but he's yelling at these elves about them not making their to- toys, and he's telling them to elf you, and uh, he's like... What is it like, instead of always be closing, it's... What it's always say? be cobbling, yeah. Okay. ABC, always be cobbling, yeah, that... <laughs> And it's just like, he's like, you're a good father? Well, go go elf yourself. Go home to your elfin kids, he yells. It's it's just so funny. And uh, he's like, first prize for this. He's like, we're going to have a sales contest. First prize, new toboggan. Second prize, box of candy canes. Third prize, you're fired. (laughs) And it's just, it's just hilarious. It's, It's the whole, it's the whole, like. He does the whole skit from, or the whole scene from the original movie. If it, not a lot of people know that movie. It wasn't like a huge movie, but like, um, I know like it's become kind of a cult classic. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, mm-hmm. and uh, that his, and I think that's the only part Alec Baldwin's in, like that in that movie, and it's awesome. You just go and check that scene out. But check this scene out. Uh, the Glenn Gary, Glenn Christmas Elf Motivation. It's called. And uh, it's got like Seth Meyers and Rachel Dratch and Fred Armisen and I think Amy Poehler in it. And then, of course, Alec Baldwin, who was the host that week, which nowadays he's just, I think, a cast member because <laughs> he's just on the show all the time anyway. But it's just so it's just so funny. And uh, I don't have a lot on it. It's the fact that just the writers just took that scene from Glenn Gary Glenn Ross and just adapted it for these elves. And at the very end, he does go, oh, and by the way, uh, you're still getting your Christmas bonus this year. It, it is Christmas after all, he says, and that's how it ends and stuff. <laughs> but, oh, my God, it's so fun. I was watching it again last night preparing for the show, and uh, I had my headphones in, and my wife was watching something else. Um, obviously, she's watching something on Scientology. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, and I'm just laughing, and she's like, you're shaking the bed. I'm like, I can't stop laughing at these guys. <laughs> it's just so funny. It's just so funny. And, uh, okay, that's that's really all I have on it, and here, I'll play. I'm going to play. I'm, it's a long clip, so I'm not going to play all of it, but I'll play most of it here. So what's this meeting about? I don't know. It better be about our tools. My hammer is falling apart in my hands. Elves can't build with tools like this. I'll never be done with my toys by Christmas. Uh, Everyone settle down. This is Winter's Breath. He's an elf from the home office. Can I have your attention for a moment because you're talking about what? You're talking about the hammer? Bitching about the quality of your wood, some pixie you're trying to screw? Let's talk about something important. Put that cocoa down. Cocoa is for cobblers only. You think I'm screwing around? I am not screwing around. I am here from Kris Kringle. I'm here from the North Pole, and I am on a mission of mercy. Your name is Honeydew? Yeah. And you call yourself an elf, you son of a bitch? Hey, I don't have to listen to this. You certainly don't, pal, because the good news is you're fired. The bad news is you've got all, you've got one week to regain your jobs, starting with tonight's build. Oh, have I got your attention now? Good. Because we're adding a little something to this month's toy contest. As you know, first prize is a shiny new toboggan. Anybody want to see second prize? Second prize is a box of candy canes. Third prize is you're fired. Everybody get the picture? You're laughing now, huh? You got tools. Santa paid good money for those tools. You can't build with the tools you have. You can't build garbage. You are garbage. Hit the bricks, pal, and beat it, because you are going out. Hey, 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 our tools are weak. Your tools are weak? 
the effing tools are weak, you're weak. I've been in this business for 615 years. Hey, what's your name? Screw you, that's my name. All right, Jim, what is your number four? Uh, my number four is a pretty popular one, and it might be on your list at some point, I'm not sure, but it is a musical number. Uh-huh. And it's called I Wish It Was Christmas Today. Oh, nice. Yes, this is on my list, Jim. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is my, uh, my, it's my number three. So Your number three? Yeah. Uh, here's a, for anybody who hasn't heard it, here's a tiny, tiny clip. Yeah. So that hopefully rings a bell, but basically it's Horatio Sands, Jimmy Fallon, uh, Chris Kattan, and a Tracy Morgan doing virtually nothing. Oh, he's Tracy doing everything Morgan, in that video. He says it all in his eyes. He's just he's just dancing slightly. Um, it's so funny. Chris Kattan is basically uh, Jimmy Fallon's keyboard stand. Jimmy Fallon's playing the keyboard. Horatio Sands singing and playing like a I don't even know what it is. It's not a mandolin. It's, I, I it wrote is. it down. It's a it's a C F Martin and Company backpacker guitar. That's what it's okay. called, and which I've never seen before until this clip. So. No, I no. Yeah. Uh, so they, but they. Do you know how many times they've done this song? Uh yes. Uh, one, two, three, four. They've done it about six times. Uh, they brought it out one other time. Another time that wasn't at Christmas. They brought it on an it Easter an show. Easter. Yeah, the day before Easter. <laughs> yeah, but then they just talked about how Easter sucks and Christmas is great. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah, they did it. Uh, they did it this first time in 2000, December of 2000, season 26. They did it a week later. Then they did it three times in 2001, twice in 2002, uh, and in 2004. Once in 2011. Oh man, so more than six times. Oh geez, they've done it tons yeah. of times. Okay, they've done it a bunch of times. Oh my god! But it, it took me a while to even track which one was the first time they've done it. Right, uh, but it's it's hilarious. I mean, the song is catchy. It's hilarious. Tracy Morgan sells it. It's fantastic. If if people don't, I mean, go out and find the clip and stuff. But Tracy Morgan, he like Jim's just said, he literally does he does nothing, but he's doing everything. All he does is stare at the camera, deadpan, doesn't smile, doesn't sing along with the group. He just and he does this little weird hip dance. And throws his hands kind of up in the air a little bit, and just and that's all he does. And it's the it's, it. it's hilarious. It's just so funny. And uh, Chris Kattan and, and Jimmy Fallon, of course, are trying not to break. And, of course, they do. They're laughing, you know. Because that's all Jimmy Fallon ever did. Right, right. It's so funny. We talked about that before. Like, Jimmy Fallon, like, before I remember watching him, I'm like, God, he always laughs and ruins every skit. And now I go back to him, I'm like, oh, my God, that's the best part of every skit is him breaking yeah. and laughing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the, this first time they did it uh, in 2000, they're just on the main stage on the SNL stage with uh, Christmas trees on each side of them. Yeah. And they're just doing their thing, and it's great. Oh, God, it's so funny. Yeah, it's um, – and then later on, you said, you know, they did it in, like, 2011. This is after, like, Catan and Horatio Sands left the show. And Jimmy – I don't know if Jimmy Fallon was still there in 2011. I'm not sure, but they, those sure. guys came back to, to perform the song and, to, and stuff. And uh, <laughs> it was – oh, my God. It's it's it, it, I know this is a podcast, but the, you have to go out for yourself and get the vi- if you don't know it, go and get the visual of these four guys up there. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. So, 
Good job, Jim. I like that one. That's yeah. That's, so that's well, obviously your... you put it on yourself. Oh yeah, my number, my definitely my uh, it's in my number three, and it's uh, it's worth it. Let's let's listen to the song again. Hold on. So that was your number four, Jim. Yes, sir. All right. Well, my number four is also a musical number, which might be maybe a little higher on your list. Maybe you forgot it entirely. I don't know. But it was performed on Weekend Update, with and Adam Sandler performed it, and it is nice. the Hanukkah song. <laughs> I'm so glad you went there. I left it off my list, but it was it was close. Well, that's why I kept saying this is our Christmas slash holiday skits because I'm like, well, it's not just about Christmas. Everyone, you know, Hanukkah, you know, Jewish people are people too, Jim. Uh, yeah, my my wife's half Jewish. She's ha- so. so she's yeah. <laughs> no, of course. And, and Adam Sandler, the best part about this is he made this song because oh, he's like growing up as a Jewish kid, all we had was dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. So he made a new Hanukkah song for everyone to sing along, and it's awesome. I. I think most of yeah. us can still sing it along with him. We know all the people he mentions in it and stuff, but um, OJ Simpson, not a Jew, not a Jew. <laughs> but you know who is Hall of Famer Rod Carew? He, he, he converted. <laughs> he converted. Uh, anyway, so yeah, he um, he wrote it. Uh, he originally performed it on Weekend Update in December of December third, nineteen ninety four, and that was when Norm Macdonald was hosting uh, the Weekend Update and. Uh, he uh, he wrote it mostly himself, but he also wrote it with a couple of the writers, um, Lewis Morton and Ian uh, or Ian Maxtone Graham. And um, he later uh, would perform it after the show. He'd perform it in a stand-up act when he was traveling around the country, and then of course it became uh, he put it on his uh, his uh, comedy albums, which uh, I think it was on the one wow. they're all going to laugh at you, which is one of the best. Oh, that's the best comedy. one. That is the best one. Uh, he has come out oh. with. Uh, like he, over the years, he has updated it, and I think there's like five different versions now. He's updated it because of different actors and stuff he puts in there, or people, and uh, and uh, uh, it's just it, I think I don't know. If, I'm not gonna explain. I'm not gonna do it justice. Explain it, but it's just 
it's just amazing. Like, it's just so funny. And uh, it's just, uh, yeah, it's funny. And, and Adam Sandler was one who would break, too, and he could tell he's trying not to laugh at his own stuff, you know, and uh, it's great. Do you have anything on this one, Jim? Uh, no, I, I love it. I'm glad you went with it. I almost did, and I thought it was surefire you weren't going to go with it, but I'm glad you did. Well, good. This was the one that's like I had my four right away, but I'm like, I thought this, I'm like, I, I got to put this one in because it still makes me laugh. I mean, from 1994 until now, it's still funny. I mean, because the, the owner of the Seattle, Seattle Supersonicas <laughs> celebrates Hanukkah. <laughs> Which half the people don't even know what... That's not a team anymore, I know, but it's still funny. No, it's the Thunder, right? It's the, thund- the Thunder. Yeah, they're the Oklahoma City Thunder. What's it at the very end, which they cut out, I think, uh, when they replay this song and on the radio and stuff... Is the um, uh, what do you say? It's like smoke your marijuana, celebrate yeah, Hanukkah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's good stuff. All right, let's let's play it here. I'm not gonna play the whole thing, but we'll play a little bit. Put on your yamaka. Here comes Hanukkah. So much funaka to celebrate Hanukkah. Hanukkah is the festival of lights. Instead of one day of presents, we have eight crazy nights. (laughs) But when you feel like the only kid in town without a Christmas tree, here's a list of people who are Jewish, just like you and me. (laughs) David Lee Roth lights the menorah. So do Kirk Douglas, James Caan, and the late Dinah Shura. Guess who eats together at the Carnegie Deli? Bowser from Shanana and Arthur Fonzarelli. All right, man. What's your number uh, three? <laughs> Sorry. Great pick. I I love I love old Adam Sandler. That's oh, so good. Yeah. I'm gonna put that album on on the way to work tomorrow. What did he say? Goldie uh, Hawn is half Jewish. It, uh, Someone else is half two when you put them together. What a fine-looking fine Jew. Looking Jew. <laughs> all, right. all right, man. Let's, uh, let's shoot number three. Number three, I went way back. I went back to season two of oh, SNL. Oh, wow. 1976. You ready? Uh, yeah. You're going to kick yourself. It's Dan Aykroyd <laughs> and Candace Bergen. Consumer Probe oh. with Erwin Mainway. Oh, Mainway Toys. Yes. Oh, yes. That is such yes. a good one. It's a holiday-themed one. They're going over kids' toys. And uh, Erwin Mainway, Dan Aykroyd's character, owns this toy uh, manufacturing company. And all of the toys are extremely dangerous. One of them is just a bag of glass. <laughs> That's my favorite one. This is simply a bag of glass, sir. <laughs> one of them's a teddy bear with a built-in chainsaw. Here, here hang on just a second. Uh, Mr. Mainway, your company manufactures the following so-called harmless playthings. Uh, pretty Peggy ear-piercing set, Mr. Skin Grafter, General Tron secret police confession kit, and Doggy Dentist. <laughs> Doggy Dentist. Oh, my God. And then he defends them all and yeah. then points out why normal toys like a simple ball is a choking hat. Right. And he, yeah, he flips up. And the best is his voice in the – and he's like, well, you know, you talk it all fast like the like a Brooklyn – He's like York. chewing on gum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, if you if you ask me, like the best Ackroyd skits, it would be this and the Bassomatic. I think those are oh, those Bass-O-Matic. are the ones that stand yeah. out to me. And this was a a recurring character. He did mainway for like Halloween yeah, candy one time or Halloween uh, dress up uh, costumes and stuff. And he, oh man, mm-hmm. it's funny. Some of those old SNLs. There's another reason to download that app, and I'm not even getting paid by them, by the way, everybody, uh, <laughs> or go find on YouTube or anything. Download some of the other the old stuff. Um, it's hilarious with Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray. It's Bill so Murray. funny. Oh, Dan Aykroyd man. was great on SNL yeah. in the early days. Yeah. Oh, good pick. I, I I did I did watch it, and I'm like, well, I'm not gonna put it on there. And uh, yeah, right now I'm kicking myself. It's a, such a good one. Good job, Jim. Thank you, sir. All right. Well, we uh, we already talked about my number three. It was I wish it was Christmas today. Okay. And uh, so let's just let's let's move on. What's what's your number two, Jim? Okay, my number two is I think our my thing. I would dare say my number one and number two are your number one and number two. I hope so. Probably in this exact order. <laughs> okay. That's right. That's right. It's sweaty balls. Yeah, that's my number two. Yeah, I know, I know, and I know what your number one is. If this is your number two, right? So we'll uh, get to it. Come on, it's 1998, season 24. NPR hosts uh, with Anna Gasteyer, Molly Shannon. And they're deadpan, very dry. <sighs> we might have talked about this one before, actually. This might this might have been on our best of the nineties. This might have um, been. They bring Pete Schwetty on to the delicious dish show, and he makes a lot of holiday desserts. And the best ones he's known for are his sweaty balls. Sweaty balls. Yep. Well, your balls are really nice. Can I touch them? I love the way your balls feel in my mouth. <laughs> they're they're glistening. That's because I use a lot of oil. Oh my god, I it's mean, so good. It is so funny, and it is they. They. I mean, if if any of you haven't listened to NPR, people on NPR talk with that kind of voice. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like they they nailed it. And uh, oh, it's so, it's so funny. What else, what else you got on this, Jim? I mean, this is one of this is one of the best SNL skits. Period. Let alone yeah. one of the best holiday skits. I would think it's one. It's definitely one of the best ones over, ever. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. I, I like at the very end too, and he's like, "Well, if you order now, you can get all your these balls in this nice uh, decorative sweaty ball sack." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, people are be like, "Why are they talking about this stuff?" Oh, uh, uh, it's so good. Um, yeah, and of course, you know, there, there's all these double entendres, that, and and none of them get it. You know, so it's like that's the joke. You know, like none of them understand these things. And uh, oh, it's just so funny. It is oh his own God. holiday theme star, and it's seasons eatings. See, you see, it's a it's a play on seasons greetings. That's that's totally that's an clever. NPR joke. Yeah, that's clever. That's clever. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! And um, yeah, I don't I don't have much else on it. Is that all that you haven't already said? But like, uh, he uh, Alec Baldwin did come back. I think in 2000 or 2001 and did um Sweaty Wiener. <laughs> and, I think I remember that. Yeah, and that was when uh, after Molly Shannon left so Rachel Dratch was the other host and she was great too but and uh they're eating this 
I mean, the same jokes, you know, but with the, instead of balls, it was wiener. And it was just hilarious. And, uh, uh, yeah, it's definitely one of the best, best skits. Out. And if it wasn't for, which I am assuming our number one, if it wasn't for that, this would be our number one. If it wasn't for oh, totally. what's coming totally. down the pike here. Um, but yeah, let's, let's play. I'm going to play a little bit more of that. Hold on. Hello, I'm Margaret Jo McCullen. And I'm Terry Rialto. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to The Delicious Dish on National Public Radio. <laughs> now, Terry, it's Christmas season again, our favorite time of year. That's right, Margaret Jo. Holiday time is when the most wonderful culinary wishes can come true. Now, what's on your list this holiday season, Margaret Jo? Well, Terry, I really got greedy this year. I'm asking Chris Kringle for a wooden bowl, some oversized index cards, and a funnel. Ooh, a funnel. That'll be great for funneling. I know. I, I feel like a glutton. What's on your list, Terry? Well, I'm only asking Santa for one thing, a big box of glue traps to help me deal with my excessive rat problem. <laughs> now tell me, um, are you, Margaret Jo, going to leave any treats out for Santa this year? Oh, absolutely. I always do. I like to leave Santa some tap water and rice. <laughs> if Santa's anything like me, Christmas foods really wreak havoc on the old digestive system. What are you going to leave, Terry? Uh, I can't ever leave food out in my apartment because I have an excessive rat problem. It's neat. Santa's fun. Santa's fun. fun. Neat. Yeah, it's fun. Fun. Good times. Good times. Well, Christmas is a time for traditional foods and bite-sized treats, and we have a very special guest today. That's right, Terry. He's the owner of his own holiday bakery with a very, very clever name. Seasons Eatings. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> I know, it rhymes with Seasons Greetings. <laughs> uh, please welcome the owner of Seasons Eatings, Pete Schwetty. Hi, Pete. Welcome. How are welcome, you? Pete. We like the name of your store. Hi, thanks for having me. Now, did I pronounce your name uh, correctly? You sure did. Pete Schwetty. Well, Pete, Terry and I have been looking forward to having you on the show because we know you're the master of all kinds of Christmas goodies. Tell us about them. Well, there are lots of great treats at this time of year. Zucchini bread, fruitcake. But the thing that I most like to bring out at this time of the year are my balls. <laughs> about your balls, Pete. Well, over at Seasons Eatings, we have balls for every taste. Popcorn balls, mm. cheese balls, rum balls, you name mm. it. Wow. My mouth's watering just thinking about those balls. It's been years since I've seen any balls. Would you like to see my balls now? Yeah. yeah. Whip them out. Whip them, baby. You have some beautiful balls. They're bigger than I expected. I know a lot of people tell me that. 
Look at that, Terry, the way they glisten. That's because I make sure that each one of my balls gets plenty of oil. I can't help but notice, Pete, your balls are a little misshapen. That's because I rested them on a hot stove for too long. Can I touch your balls? Go ahead, but be careful. They're very delicate. Wow. I can't wait to get my mouth around this ball. Ooh, I like the way your balls smell. Do whatever you want to them, ladies. My balls are here for your pleasure. Wow, Pete. I have to say, your balls are so tender. Well, there's no beating my balls. They're made from a secret, sweaty family recipe. No one can resist my sweaty balls. <laughs> All right, Jim. What? Uh, what's before we get to our number ones? Uh, what are some honorable mentions? Ones we left off because there's tons of them out there. I forgot oh, how many. Tons. Yeah. Uh, well, the Hanukkah song was on my list, mm-hmm. and this one was originally on my list, and I bumped it off because of that. Um, the visit your hometown skit, <laughs> yeah, uh, which you have to watch, man. You're gonna pee yourself. It's so funny. <laughs> um, the one, the one that got bumped off my list was Eddie Murphy's Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. Oh my god, that one is amazing. One. Yeah, Eddie Murphy's Mr. Robinson was so good. Uh, yeah, he's. I still do one joke that he always does when someone knocks on his door, and he so he who goes up it? and he's like, "This is how I, this is how you answer the door in my neighborhood." Who is it? <laughs> he just yells. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Mister Landlord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah. What what other ones you got? That that was the oh. were the two that I had. All right, I had um Rappinville. With uh, Jimmy, uh, oh, had Jimmy man, found in and, uh, and uh, Justin Timberlake. Come on down to Rappinvale. Um, oh, that's really this good. one I had to mention just because we were doing a podcast. They did a the the, the podcast serial. They did one. Mm. Uh, they did a thing, but they did it on like the real Santa Claus <laughs> and uh, the girl, I forget the girl's name, but she nailed the voice of the host of Serial. That was really good. Um, Stefan's Christmas tips on Weekend Update. Uh, anything with oh Stefan was Stephane. awesome. Uh, and same oh, with in Drunk Uncle, also on Weekend Update, was really good. <laughs> we used you know, to know a guy who was Drunk Uncle in real life. <laughs> I think we all might have that uncle, maybe? We, I mean, this guy was our age, and we were in our mid-20s, and he was already Drunk Uncle. Oh, man, that's not good. Um, you, I'm talking about you. We knew him. Oh. We, we spent time with this person. <laughs> Well, what's not saying his name on air? <laughs> I'm not going to. You should know who it is. I think I got. I think I got it. I think I got it. Um, another couple. What other two is? Uh, You're a rat bastard, Charlie Brown. That one's hilarious. Oh, that one is really good. <laughs> and uh, dysfunctional family Christmas, which was great. It was um like late '80s, early '90s, like Phil Hartman at his cheesiest best, oh. and it was the, it was like a one of those commercials for uh, infomercials for like hey order now and you get these great holiday hits but it was all about uh like uh like 
you know, the the daughters are like, aren't we aren't pretty enough? It's Christmas. Like they say songs about like this dysfunctional family stuff. And the best is Data Carvey, who's like, leave me alone. I'm okay, leave me alone. He just keeps singing that over and over again. <laughs> uh, that was funny. And then uh, one that I uh, I would have put on here, but it's it's not. It's it's kind of like my our number one, but it's not. And it's called Dude on My Twin Bed. And it's when oh, all the yeah. girls are singing about taking their boyfriends home, <laughs> and uh, it's hilarious. It's a it's really it's I I will never do it justice. Go and just find it. It's called do it on do it on my twin bed. Uh, that's a good one. <laughs> but Jim, <laughs> my God, our number ones have got to be the same, right? I mean. Yep. <laughs> well, let me ask you something, Jim. Uh-huh. Step one. You cut a hole in that box. Step two. <laughs> Sorry, my finger slipped. <laughs> Step two. You put your junk. You put your junk in that in box. That box. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the hand gesture they make when they say junk. Step three. Like they just picked up like a potato. Yeah. Have put her open the box. In that box. <laughs> That's the way you do it. <laughs> wow. Justin Timberlake and Andy Sandberg are awesome in this Amazing. Skit. It's a digital short. Everyone knows Dick in a Box. I mean, that's what we're talking about here. I mean, it's they they nailed it. They I mean, it's this funniest thing. They this got radio play. Justin Timberlake would mm-hmm. perform this during his concerts. Um, I mean, it, it created basically the lonely island album yeah uh incredibad was it was well i mean it was based on well this and some of the other shorts like jizz in my pants and i'm on a boat but yeah. these i mean the yeah the these digital shorts put them on the map and let them produce an entire music album yeah um you, this one well we, justin Timberlake actually came back for two more songs on snl mother lover mm-hmm. which was a mother's day one <laughs> And then Three Way, The Golden Rule, was another one he performed. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's The Lonely Island. They had tons of different songs. Andy Sandberg is hilarious. And um, basically, he has said that, and same with Justin Timberlake, they grew up watching like this early 90s R&B stuff. And like Color Me Bad and those type of things. <laughs> and Joe to see, you know, like all that. Yeah. And that's what they did. They just dressed like them and sang like them. And uh, they came up with it. They came up with this, what, a couple days prior to the Saturday it was going to air. Uh, they went up to Justin Timberlake because Lauren Michaels is like, we gotta do, I need you to write a digital short. He's talking to Sandberg. It's like, write a digital short to, to uh, in, you know, show off, you know, Timberlake's singing ability so we can do something funny around the fact that he can sing and all this. And Andy Sandberg and the Lonely Island just came up with this and they went to him and uh, Timberlake didn't even bat an eye. He just read Dick in the Box. He's like, yeah, this will be good. Like, he didn't even say anything. He's like, yep. <laughs> like, he knew it was going to be funny. They filmed it the next day, and then they they showed it to the censors like six hours before it aired, <laughs> and that's how quick it was. And it got on, and they of course had to bleep out Dick, <laughs> you know. But oh my god, what else you got on this one? I mean, the first time that you watch this, I, that way with this one and, and with jizz in my pants, the first time you watch it, you're like, I don't know 
what I'm watching. And should I be but watching? it's the most amazing. Yeah, right. should I be watching this? This is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. And I went to work on Monday after that, and everyone's singing it. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. It's so funny. It's so funny. Um, a couple other things on it. It was uh, um, oh, where'd it go? Oh, I lost my spot. But uh, anyway, what up? Oh, oh, the 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 fact that they went to, like I said, they went to the censors and the president at the time of NBC, Dick Lud- uh, Ludwin, and they he said at first he was like, I don't think we could air this, but he thought it was hilarious. He thought it was so silly, it was hilarious. He's like, "All right, but you got to bleep out the word dick, obviously." So they bleeped out sixteen times in that in the in the, in the video, um, and he did sign off and they said because they said we want to put it on our online, you know, our YouTube account. At the time, they're all on YouTube with that stuff, and he, at first he said no, but then he's like, "Yeah, let's do it," and it got. Let's see, I wrote down I think thirty five million hits. Wow! <laughs> um, before they actually pulled all their Google, all their YouTube's off because they started their own they had their own affiliation with hulu and then their own thing but yeah it was amazing it's one of the, one of those quick like youtube sensations you know uh and some radio stations like i said played the played it um and timberlake actually performed it on stage a few times it won the creative arts emmy award for that in 2007 for outstanding <laughs> music and lyrics um and after actually being notified of his emmy win that's uh, timberlake was performing a concert and he immediately broke into that song during that concert um yeah and actually the, the outfits that sandberg and timberlake wear are actually displayed at the saturday night live uh the exhibition little museum they have for saturday night live so awesome. uh, it is just so funny it's just so funny. It, it, you're right the hand gestures the way they they're pl- hanging out on the park and like like Sam sitting in a basketball hoop. Yeah. <laughs> and Sandberg's little weird, like early nineties R and B sunglasses, like the circles, like he looks like remember <laughs> Snow in when he sang Informer? Like he oh, looked yeah. like that <laughs> that guy. It's just so funny. It's just I don't it know. It just amazes me that they the way SNL works. Yeah. And they've got like four days to come up with all this stuff. Yeah. And somebody like Lauren Michaels comes up to you and he's like, I need a song that makes Timberlake look funny yeah. and you come up with it. Like how creative and how brilliant are you to come up with something like this in the span of only a few days? Yeah. And it's, that's the thing. It's like people write for years on to make shows and movies and skits and stuff. They wrote this 72 hours. It took them to figure out, to, to write it, to get it done and put it on. And it's one of the biggest hits ever on SNL. It's like amazing, like that they. You're right. They work under that pressure. He, Lauren Michaels, just came up like, "I need this," and they did it. And it's like, yeah, that's amazing. That's just that's talent right there. And Timber, yeah, Timberlake yeah. has just become such a him and Alec Baldwin have become such amazing hosts or musical guests or just one-off characters that jump on the show once in a while that they are basically unofficial members of the cast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Step one. All right. <laughs> well, uh, let's. Should we? Should we? Should we play a little bit of it, Jim? I'll play the edited version in case your kids are listening. All right. Okay. All right. Hey, girl. I got something real important to give you. So just sit down and listen. Girl, you know we've been together such a long, long time. Now I'm ready to lay it 
song <laughs> my my cat's name is delphi okay and cats climb in boxes so whenever he does that i always go it's a delphi in a box oh that's funny i like oh, oh delphi i get it because your wife like is from philadelphia i just no, actually got you know what you would think that that's why oh okay but that's not actually why well she she had just gone when she got him she had just gone to uh europe and she went to greece and there's like the Oracle of Delphi from 300, you know, where they go see the oracles and that's in Delphi. And that's why she named him that. Is that like, not the... because of the movie, but because she went there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> well, that's our show. Uh... Yeah, it's actually Philadelphia. It's because of Philadelphia. Does that make it easier? Yeah. Can we edit that out? Yep. Can okay. we edit that whole yeah, thing please. you just set out? Okay, good. Uh... Okay. Ready? Wait, hang on, hang on. Huh? Oh, what a good song. Good God. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, I'm going to leave it all in. Don't worry, Jim. Don't worry. I'm just going to leave it all in. Oh, my God. Uh, this is fun. I, I cannot recommend enough that people go back. And they are there's SNL Vintage clips on YouTube. You go look them up or download that app or find the SNL stuff on Hulu. It's great to go back and watch these things and figure remember how funny they were they put on a show every single week for 42 years now and they're always good they're always good and so i'm glad we did this and we could have we could have done a lot more christmas clips i'm sure (laughs) you know so all right jim what uh what do you want to do next week 
Next week, we're going to talk about Keep on Christmas, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about our Christmas or holiday uh, foods and or drinks. And we're including drinks because I wanted to do some cocktails in there too. So yes. what are our favorite things to eat and or drink? Yes, I, lo- I like this idea. I'm getting the, Every second here, I'm getting more and more excited about this topic actually. So <clears throat> I'm excited. Okay, well. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, I'm okay. Can I put Jim's sweaty balls on there? Yeah, actually, we're we're gonna start calling them that, Jim's sweaty balls. I was telling everyone at the party that they were Jim's sweaty's balls, and some people who don't listen to the show were very confused. Uh, but that's okay. Uh, they but they're thought, so tasty. They're so tasty. I don't want to eat these because of the name, but they're so delicious. Yeah, once they hit your mouth, it was so good. Oh my god, we are just in the gutter today. All right. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> thank you all for listening. <laughs> If you're still listening, you can find our show on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, and all those fun places. And Jim, where can people reach out and talk to us? They can reach out and talk to us on our Twitter, Facebook, email, at dumbjimstop5 at gmail, uh, Instagram. I do a Spotify playlist thing if you want to check us out there. Yeah. Uh, uh, Yep. Oh, those and, places. And speaking of All Spotify, Jim eventually will, and he will, everyone, put together our uh, Christmas list, our Christmas songs from last yes. week. So um, <laughs> stupid is I actually made a Christmas playlist on my personal account today yeah, yeah. and forgot to do it on, ah, on our podcast. That's all page. right. No one's listening. No. <laughs> Follow me on Spotify. Yeah. I'm on there too. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, go out, make sure to rate and review us on Podbean or iTunes. Um we don't have a lot of ratings out there. We, but uh, the ones we have are most, almost all of them are nice. So that's great. Almost so, all. Almost There's all. that one. There's that one. Yeah, we don't talk about that guy. Uh, but yeah, so let's uh, let's just uh, let's just get out of here. What do you say? I'm yeah, uh, yeah. Great, great show. Good great show. show. Everybody. I'd like to thank our musical guest Rod Stewart. Thank you, Rod. Thank you. What a tremendous cast. I had a great time. Tom and Jim's top five. Jim, I'm going to call you back in five minutes.